Shalom Abracha, we're up to Nadarim Daflam at Gimel, the first half of the fourth Perek. Mesech's Nadarim here. We talk about another Hanah versus another on Machol, um, things that would lead to Achila. We have a Mishnah that tells us about someone made the Nadar on food, but he could take anything and rent it out and use that money to get food. If someone has a Nadar Hanah, we have another Mishnah that says, is he allowed to give back an Aveda? Is he allowed to pay his Machatz as a Shekel? Or pay back money that he owes? Is that considered giving a Mano? Or at the end of the Dav, we discuss maybe giving back a Metzil is considered getting Hano. We begin the parak with the brand new Mishnah that says that the only difference between someone who makes a Neder to get no Hano or not to get any Machol from someone is, number one, the ability to walk through his field and the ability to borrow kalim that aren't used for food. Those would still be hana, but aren't food-related. If someone makes hana not to eat from his friend, he's not allowed to borrow uh, any type of a sieve, a mill, an oven, even though they're not directly engaged with the food. However, he is allowed to lend him his robe, his ring, his talus, his nose rings, those aren't related to food. Now the Mishnah says, who is the Tana of our... The Gemara asks who the Tana of our Mishnah is. And of Adbar Avo says that it's Rebbe Yezer who t- teaches us in Ebraisa that even little things that the merchants would just throw in that people aren't makbit about. If someone makes a hano, a neder not to get any hano from somebody, even those little things, the vitors, are still not allowed to transfer to the menader. Now the Mishnah says that you're not allowed to lend a sieve or, you know, these baking uh, appliances to someone who, who says, he, who has an energy that he's not allowed to eat from you. The Gemara asks, yeah, but you're not giving him food, you're giving him a sieve. So Shemaman Lakish explains that the nether that the guy made was that any hano that you get from food is on me. I can give you any, han- any hano related to food. The Gemara says, yeah, okay. Hano related to food doesn't necessarily mean Caleb. It could be. He's saying, I can't take your wheat and chew it up and use that as you know, bacitracin on a wound. I don't know that it's referring to Caleb. So Rava re-clarifies, revamps the nether that was made. And he says, the guy actually says that I'm not allowed to give you any Hano that would lead you to eating food. That would include kitchen appliances. Next, Rav Papa tells us that a bag, a sack that holds fruit, a donkey that transports fruit, even just a basket, counts as hano that leads to eating. So now our papa asks, what about if someone wa- if this guy who has this nedra on him, a nedra against anything that will lead to food, is he allowed to rent a horse to ride or a ring just for appearances? What about walking through a path to get to a place where he will eat food? Are those still mutter, or are those included in the nether? So the Gemara says that we learned in our Mishnah that you are allowed to lend a robe, a talis, or nose rings, or a ring. Now over there, you're not talking about where he's just lending it for appearances. That's definitely mutter. That has nothing to do with achila. Well, rather, if the guy's not going to be wearing it for appearances, then he wouldn't get any hanah from these items whatsoever. So that's obviously mutter because there's no hanah. That, that wouldn't be transgressing this hanah nether. As I was talking about where he is trying to get some appearance, he has a fancy ring, a nice talus. 
Lachayra, you could see from our Mishnah that one is allowed to lend these things despite the visual Hana. But the Gemara discredits this answer and he says that really, this is not a Raya. Our Mishnah was talking about where the guy was borrowing these items, not litter ice for visual purposes. I so why do you why do you have to mention it at all? At all? Isn't it Pashat? Yes, but it, since in the ratio he said a case of what you're not allowed to lend, the Seifa mentioned the things that you can lend, even though they are obvious. Now, in the next Mishnah, we say that anything that's not used to make food, yeah, it's not a kitchen appliance. If the guy can rent it out and use that money to buy food, then it's still us to lend this gentleman who he has a nether on. So the Gemara says that sounds like that in the ratio, even if it's not possible for him to rent this sieve or whatnot, it'll still be us to give my no. Who's the Tana that would be that machmir? That, Ravada Barabba tells us, is Rebbe Liazar, who says that even the little things that people are vitor on, they just throw it in, they're not makbid, that'll still be an, a violation of the nether. In the next Mishnah, it says that if someone makes a nether not to give any note to his friend, he's still allowed to pay his machetzes hashekel, and he's allowed to pay him back whatever he owes, and he's allowed to give him back his aveda. That's not giving him a note. In a situation, in a neighborhood, a community where they pay people to return Avedos, that Hano that he would get, he should give to Hektish. Rebbe Zalma Melzer says it's only also to get paid for the mitzvah of Talmud Torah and for Paskening, but for Aveda, one is allowed to get paid. Now in the Gemara it says, they could see from our mission, from the fact that it lets you pay the shekel of the guy who you're not allowed to give enough from, that you're not actually giving him hana by paying a shekel. You're just scaring away a lion from the guy's field. You're preventing a loss. Now, who holds that paying off someone's shekel is just getting rid of a loss? Sir of Hoshia says, this is the shita of Rabbi Hanan. We'll see who he is in a second. Rava disagrees, and he says that it could be the, the, everyone else who disagrees with Rabbi Hanan. Actually, it's just called Hanan. When we say that the guy's allowed to pay off the guy's loan... He's, he is. He's just scaring away a lion because this isn't a regular loan. This was a loan that technically he doesn't have to pay back. He took out this loan. I'll deny that he doesn't need to pay it back. So technically, when you pay back his loan, you didn't save him any money. You just took away the heartache because, you know, he wants to pay back. So that would just be preventing a loss. But you're not actually giving him a financial gain because he wasn't high to pay this back. Who is this Hanan character? The Mishnah tells us if someone goes overseas... And he leaves his wife behind. No one's taking care of her. And one gentleman stands up and he is Mepharnes, his wife. Hanan says, you know, it's very kind. It's tremendous chassid. He gets all the schar in the world for that. But he's not going to get compensated for supporting this woman. However, the Bnei Kahanim G'daylem disagreed with him. And they said that this guy should swear, the guy who supported it, this man's wife, should swear to him when it comes back how much he spent on her. And he's entitled to get paid back. Rav Doisib and Herkinus agreed with them. So Rav ben Zakai says that Hanan is actually saying good. When the guy is supporting this gentleman's wife, he is putting his money on the horns of a deer. The different ways of understanding it. The Teisvah's Yom Tiv explains that, you know, the deer runs so fast he won't be able to catch it. Or that uh, a deer sheds its horns, that the money is going to just disappear. The other other uh, that explain that a deer leans back when he runs so that the money will fall off. 
point is, he's, he's throwing away his money. This is not money that he's going to be able to retrieve. Now, Rava doesn't hold like Rav Hoshia because he wants Amishnah to be able to go like everybody, not just like Hanan. Rav Hoshia doesn't say like Rava because I don't want to allow people to pay off their friends' loans even though they have a neder saying they can't give any benefit. In a specific case when the guy doesn't technically have to pay back his loan because this is an, uh, a loan that he made a deal that he doesn't, he's not hired to pay back, because people may come to start paying off people's loans that are actual loans, and the guy is chayv to pay him back, and I would be giving him actual ana. So we make a gezera. Shalai lifara, mishom lifara. Now he said that one is allowed to return the menudar's aveda. I can't give him ana, but I could give him back his aveda. Now this is a machlekas or ami and Asi. One says that this is only mutter. When the guy who's returning the lost object is usher, he's not allowed to get hana on the Baal Aveda. Because when he gives back the Aveda, he's not giving the Baal Aveda hana. He's doing his own mitzvah. He's giving him back his own item. He's not giving him something new. The guy lost 100 bucks. He's giving him back, giving him back his $100. But this shita would hold that when the guy who's giving it back can't get any hana from the Baal Aveda, he's not allowed to return it. Why not? How am I getting Hanab by giving back this Aveda? Because while I have it, I have the proof to of Yosef that if an Oni comes knocking on the door while I have my Aveda, I'm Oisig by Mitzvah and I'll putter from giving Tadaka. That is considered a Shtik Hanab, it's a Pruta of Yosef, that's a Yosef's Chedesh. And therefore, I'm not allowed to return his Aveda because I'm giving him that Hanab. The other Shita holds that even when the guy who's giving it back is not allowed to get any Hanab from the Balaveda, he's still allowed to give it back to him. Ah, what about the Puta Yosef? He says that's not an un- that's not a very common thing. This machlek is what that means that it's uncommon. Either an oni won't commonly knock on the door while he has the aveda, or it's very uncommon. Then when the oni knocks on the door, he won't be able to take care of the aveda and also give money to the oni, depending how you learn the Yosef mitzvah, Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.